welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Okay. Welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe, you guys. I'm hoping that you can hear me now. We are having some technical difficulties. If you can not tell. Okay. So hopefully, okay, you can hear me. Awesome. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Sorry about the technical difficulties. Welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I'm very excited to be here tonight. It's going to be an amazing evening. I want to remind everybody the number to call in, 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do some announcements real quick. Workshops. If you're interested in putting on a workshop with us, you can shoot me a message. Probably easiest would be on Facebook. The uh, If I'm not on your contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. All righty. I want to thank our sponsors. I cannot find the clipboard that had all my sponsors on it. Um, I hunted all over for it before the show, and I don't know what I did, so I'm going to figure out which pile of books I tucked that away in. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that you guys know that I'm thinking about you. The whole community appreciates you. And thank you so much for helping sponsor and keep us on the air for our 2020 broadcasting with our light, 2020 broadcasting license. Appreciate you guys. We're getting towards the end of our year. So come January, we will be doing another uh, fundraiser workshops. Yeah, workshops. Okay, we're going to be doing another fundraiser, so if you're interested in sponsoring the Speakeasy Cafe, just let me know, and I can get you some information on that. All right, next. I hate it when this happens because it just totally like gets me all discombobulated or jizzle sprung or whatever those words are, <laughs> and it takes me a minute to figure out where I am again. Okay, I want to go through, before we get started, I want to go through and give you your prompts and writing assignments and exercises, your inspiration from the inkwell. All righty? So get your pens and papers out, and we will get started. First, we're going to do your journal assignment. Your journal assignment should be handwritten in a journal, a notebook, or something like that. I want the tangible connection between your brain your hand, your pen, and the paper. I want you to feel the scratch of the pen. I want you to smell the ink. I want you to hear the move, the movement across the paper as your pen's writing and all that good stuff. Your journal assignments, your first one, the first one we're going to do is going to be, it's the one we've been working on for a while, and it's called Making a List. And it may seem like a really simple thing, but it's really one of the best exercises there are in getting your brain moving. It's meant you to think of the more obscure and unique ideas you have hiding away. Um, it's to push past the typical knee-jerk imagery of your brain's muscle memory, the, the, what you default to automatically. And let's face it, none of us wants to be just basic, right? We can be better than that. 
The best part of doing these is when you let your mind start chasing an idea, one of them will reach out and grab a hold of you and prove you're going to be off and writing a poem. It also gives you a great reference tool if you in the future decide to sit down and write a poem about something, you could flip back to this list and use it as a reference, which is absolutely invaluable. All right, so this week what we are going to do is I want you on a blank journal page to make a list of questions. Now, they can be as silly or as serious as you want them to be. All right, for example, um, you could write down questions about life or random things you don't know the answer to. Or make a list of all the questions you have for people you know or don't know. You know, like I could write down, Lori, why did you not stop the kidnapping? Or Buddha, why orange? Or, hey, Dutch brother girl, what are your plans for the weekend? <laughs> all right, so how about if you were to ask a question to an inanimate object? You know, dishes, why don't you wash yourself? All right, again, I want you to start on a jur- uh, blank journal page and make a list of questions. I want you to really explore a list of questions. Um, really explore it. Have fun with it. And remember, you know, they can be silly, serious, whatever you want. All right, journal assignment number two. And by the way, if I get ahead of you or I get you mixed up or something, don't worry. You can come back and listen to the first 15 minutes of the show, and it will. Uh, you'll hear, hear some all this stuff that I'm doing all over again. You can write it down then. So it's not going to go away. I'm panicking. All right, so journal assignment number two is called, it's in the text. It's in the text. I want you to look at your phone, and I want you to find the last text you sent yourself. I want you to use that text as the prime basis to create a story or a narrative of sorts. And it can be taken in context of of how it was meant when you sent it, or you can twist it to bits. Like, for example, what if you were to write... um, don't forget the eggs. So it could be a story about going, what happened when you went to the grocery store shopping to get eggs. Or you could be writing a story about aliens who abduct women and use their eggs as garnish on space sushi. Yeah, how about that one? <laughs> There's an idea for you. Okay. So, again, it's all in the text. Look at your phone. Find the last text you sent. I want to see you use that text as a primary inspiration to create a short story or narrative or ramble, free write, or whatever. All right, and I'm not there babysitting you, so if you think the one four up is much cooler and you'd rather write to that one, just do it. It doesn't matter. I just give them to you. What you do is I want to give them to you. Is after, after that, that's all up to you. <laughs> okay, now it's time for your writing exercises. Writing exercises are different than writing your journal assignments. Journal assignments is just random meandering of the brain and, and thoughts and things that you emotionally relate to, connect to, things that are personal to you. An exercise is meant you to find yourself in totally foreign territory. It's meant to push you out of your comfort zone, make you do things you haven't done before, think about things you've not thought about in ways you've not thought about or write about them. So your exercise number one, what I've been having you do is writing to a scenario. And again, climbing out of the brain. We're steering you away from writing poetry. Instead, I want you to write a short story or narrative prose something along those lines. And I don't want you to overthink it. Just spit it out, start and stop, and you can sort it all out when you're done. You know, just sit down and start writing to this idea. I would like you to write a story about you or someone being locked inside a museum for a long weekend. And when it finally opens, they can tell someone's been there, but there's no one to be found. 
you know, writing to these little snippets of stories like this will really help you write better poetry. It trains your mind to look for details the way you naturally write when you tell a story. So as you do that more and more, when you sit down to write at anything, your brain is going to think along that pattern that you've trained it to think on. Okay? And learning to follow an idea as you... When you sit down to write and follow, you know, this to help you follow an idea all the way through. I'm trying to figure out, remember what I was saying, because I already said this to you guys once, you just couldn't hear me. <laughs> but to follow it um, and, and write it completely out, long, you know, like the long version of it, before you flesh it out and carve it into a line of a poem. You know, write the whole thought out first and then find the, the line to the poem inside of it. Instead of trying inside of your brain, mix things around. Okay, write it all out and then start it out later. Doing this, doing things like this, is going to help you naturally create richer imagery, more emotion, more depth in the things that you write. And remember, you know, these exercises and stuff, it's all about pushing ourselves, right, to learn new things. We all have room for improvement as a writer. You know, I would hate to think that, you know, the last poem I wrote is the best poem I'm ever going to write. That's as good a poem as as good as it gets. I mean, that's sad, you know. But in order to improve, okay. So if that's we don't want that to happen, I don't want to be. This isn't. I want to be better than I am now someday, <laughs> you know. But in order to do that, in order to improve, we have to do our exercises. We push ourselves outside our comfort zones, and that's what these assignments and exercises and prompts I give will help you do. You know, I guess in the truth of it, it just depends on how motivated we truly are, you know, to improve ourselves, to become better writers, to become stronger, to hone our unique voices. Anyway, so, yeah, as I give you these, I really hope you have fun with them. So, again, write a story about you or someone being locked inside a museum for a long weekend. When it finally opens, they can tell someone has been there, but now there's no one to be found. All right. And, you know, it's really weird as I'm reading through this stuff because um, I write your assignments and things down. It's like, I know I just said that. Have I just said that twice? All right, exercise number two. <laughs> Pick apart a prompt. This is to show you that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is more important than what you write to it. You know, it's that whole knee-jerk reaction to an idea that I talked about earlier. Don't go with your first idea. Find the unique idea. If you take your first idea, there's going to be, you know, 80% of the poems in the world about that subject are going to be written from that perspective. So find a unique perspective. All right. So with your pick apart a prompt is not intended for you to write a poem to, but instead, thank you. (laughs) You made me lose my place. I just got brought in a soda. I'm happy. Okay. All right, so um, <laughs> pick apart a prompt. <laughs> Make you uh, pick it apart, do all that good stuff. All right, so anyway, um, <laughs> this is not intended to make you write a poem, but instead make you realize what you do with a prompt before you write could be more important than what you write. It's by looking deeper into the prompt itself, you're not alone in it. Going, you're <laughs> I quit. I want my mommy you're going to be able to find unique things. So I'm just going to tell you that the prompt is stop sign. 
okay? <laughs> Stop sign. Again, I want you to write your, your prompt at the top of the page, but instead of writing a poem, I want you to write down all the different poems you could write to it, all the different ideas, all the different directions you could take that prompt. And this is a really strong, really important one, actually, you guys, because, you know, I, I always give you prompts. The last thing I do on here is I give you a bunch of prompts, and we find those things all the time. But if you start teaching yourself to analyze, to run it through your computer in your head, and spit out all the ideas it could turn into, you'll be writing the common. You'll be writing unique, uniquely you. Okay. So, once again, stop sign. Write it at the top of the page and write down all the different poems you could write using that prompt. Okay. Now, I'm almost done. As soon as I get to you guys, I'll, I'll settle down. Now, we are doing your poetry prompts. Now, poetry prompts are meant to produce poems. They're like seeds planted. And with that said, remember what you do with them is up to you. The prompt can be the title of your poem. It can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. But its intent is to become a poem. So there are eight of them here. Number your paper one through eight. And, again, if you miss any of these, you can come back after the show and listen to this in the archive. After the show is over, probably by tomorrow morning, I will have this list of prompts posted on my Facebook site. And there will actually be ten of them. I'll be adding two more to this list. So there will be a total of ten on my page, but I'm only giving you the first eight now. That's giving you incentive to come over and look at them on my page. All right. <laughs> Number one, the new girl. The New Girl. Number two, Iron Mercy. Iron Mercy. Number three, Ever and Never After. Ever and Never After. Number four, Son of Lies. Son of Lies. Number five, oh, my lovely years. Oh, my lovely years. Number six, behind bars. Behind bars. Number seven, dare me. Dare me. And number eight, treasure of face. Treasure of face. Now, remember that you can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match and use line one and four and six and eight in one poem if you want to. Or you can write, um, feel real froggy and write a poem to using all eight lines in the same poem. Whatever you want to play with, just have fun with them. Once again, number one, The New Girl. Number two, Iron Mercy. Number three, Ever and Never After. Number four, Son of Lies. Number five, Oh My Lovely Years. Number six, Behind Bars. Number seven, Dare Me. And number eight, Treasure of Face. And remember when you, you sit down and you're looking at these, remember that pick apart a prop mentality before you, you know, approach writing to them. 
Lastly, our ongoing poetry projects. Remember, once a week, do go out and do something that surprises yourself, something you've not done before. Explore. Do something out of the ordinary. You have to live life if you're going to write about it. And then next is write a haiku every day. Every single day, you should be able to go out there and find something worth 17 syllables. We all have little poetic hiccups that we have during the day. We'll see something and something will pop in our head. Write them down. I don't care if it's only 15 syllables when you write it down. You can add a couple more later on. Write a haiku every single day. Every single day, go out and find something worth 17 syllables. And trust me, 80% of the haiku I write every day are total crap. Every once in a while, I'll get a cool one. It isn't about writing great. It's about writing it's about giving ourselves permission to just write something down on paper. All right. So remember, guys, you're not just a poet. Have fun exploring and writing outside of your label. You will become better poets because of it. You know, keep playing with your ideas, playing with your words, having fun with your tasks and ideas, and in turn, your muses are going to have fun with you. All right. Now, okay. That's done with all that. Remember, you can come back and listen to the archives if you happen to miss any of those. Next, I'm going to play an audio track. We always start and end every episode with a with a audio track. And so if you're a recording artist and you would like to have them played on our show, you can email them to me at the, the word that is in there, thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. Put auto, uh, audio track uh Recording, recording MP3, something like that, in the subject line for me. And I'll give you the heads up that it's there, and I'll upload it to the show's library, and we can play it for the world. I am going to play a piece by the Poetry Chicks. I haven't heard this one in a while. It's a lot of fun. It's called Death of a Tree Hugger, and here you go. See, any time I take a walk in any forest, I make a point hugging the trees. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am one of them tree-hugging fuckers. <laughs> Not just idealistically or ideologically, no, you can ask anybody who knows me, come for a wee walk to the woodlands with me and there I'll be, hugging the tree. <laughs> Sometimes for up to half an hour at a time. Just me and the tree, absorbing its energy, unless it happens to be a tree in an unfortunately overpopulated area, in which case I'll be sending healing vibes to the tree. And I believe, I believe it saved me thousands in prescription fees. I mean, I know it's fucking nuts, right? One day I hugged every tree in Ness Woods, came home and found the lazy bastard still hadn't burned bush, and the fumes from the liberation tanks burned a hole in the ozone layer above our wreck. Last summer, someone told me that tree huggers make the baby Jesus cry. <laughs> and then this atheist guy told me that in the half hour I'd stood there hugging the tree, 10,000 proletariat babies had cried and died of starvation already. The BBC were mourning dead babies again for a country complicit in the construct of the horror that killed them. I think they thought that I thought tree hugging would bring about the demise of capitalism, would lead the Poles into revolution, the slaves into exodus. Fuck. If only such a blessing could be bestowed on us. You see, when I hug a tree, I hold a vigil of light as bright as any candle lit in solidarity in these days of darkness. 
And on these marches for peace, believe I'm marching for those babies and all those babies' mothers, and surely I should not forget nature's. 40,000 years war waged against her since agriculture, now it's all about the numbers. Like 5 million, the earth's population before we started raping ancient treasures meant for our children's children's children then. 200,000 years to produce the first billion then. 130 years to produce the second billion then. Just 30 years to produce the third billion and here, 50 years downstream exceeds 6 billion miles to feed. Forgive me if these storms of anxiety have got me hugging fucking foliage in the woods. My moods fall out of cycle when men start talking about strip mining the moon. Our wombs may be the only green mile left to walk soon. And should I bear condemned fruit just to walk that mile without shoes to launch at the ancient oil rig? The festering mountains of nukes their ancestors murdered and took their own lives with. But do not wish this over-sentimental pish to extinguish the facts. Are so scary I'm barely sleeping. How can a planet covered in saplings give sustenance to us like the rainforest? Reforestation affords no salvation for this generation, nor the next, nor the next, nor the next. Would we expect a newborn child to feed, clothe, and nurture its grandparents? Do we expect that the pesticides in the soil and sky aren't slowly wiping us out like the parasites attacking the state-sponsored sterile seeds sown in our fields? Would we expect one woman to yield enough milk to feed all the starving babies of the world? Our so good government is suddenly sticking its green fingers up our proletariat arses. Threatening us with charges if we don't fill up the recycling buckets, sticking that ridiculous contamination tape over our blue bins to shame the neighbours. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The only thing green within a system based on capitalism is the G's. So when I'm hugging trees, I'm hugging an endangered species that can't quite rightly run away from me in fear. I'm trying to give one humble word of thanks for an outstanding job done under such bondage. I'm trying to say sorry for my vanity. Sorry we appreciated Santa Claus much more than you who showered us in treasures every day like photosynthesis to take the poison from our breath. Coal, oil, topsoil, the ancient tree root water pump system, everything we need to eat, to breathe, to create heat, to procreate is going the same way as the 300 acres of rainforest felled in the time it's taken to recite this stupid poem. I know we're all endangered species now. We've never felt so alone. So utterly helplessly disgusting in our own skins. Our own tombs are chosen and our family graves are dug now. So fuck it. If you catch me wrapped around your Scots pine, I don't care about your waved eyebrows, shouts, whispers and sniggers. Like shit's the kind of shit that got us here in the first place. And if we can't even hug our trees without vanity. Well, thank you very much. so much fun. All right, you guys, I want to let you know what to expect if you're on hold. First of all, if you would like to call in, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Alrighty. If you are on hold, keep in mind that we do take callers in the order that you call in such as 256 is our first caller. Uh, George was called in, and he was actually our first caller, but uh, he must have thought we were broken and hung up. So I just wanted to let George know that if he wants to call back in, I always write all the numbers down when you guys call in, so if something happens to my board, 
you don't lose your place in line. And so, George, you held on for quite a while. And, you know, if you got booted off, if you still want to come back on, we are here. <laughs> I'll watch for your telephone area code, and I'll bring you on as soon as I see you, hon. Sorry about that. So uh, 256 will be our first caller right now. I want to remind you that when you come on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important that people know who's reading and know how, you know, know how to, uh, whose name to put with a poem. You ever want to send your work out there without your name attached to it? So, yeah, make sure you introduce yourself. Right now you can read two poems. Keep them right around the five-minute mark. Be courteous of people who are going to be waiting in line behind you. If that changes at any point tonight where the lines get too busy and I have to cut those back to just one like we did last week during our anniversary show, um, I'll let you know. Otherwise, right now, you're good to go with two palms, okay? When you're done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. It's real important that people know how to come find you, know how to connect with you, uh, you know, so you can inspire and be inspired by each other. Remember that we have a mature rating. That means just about anything goes, with the exception of hardcore erotic and open body parts. No tab A into slot B. Other than that, you guys are good to go. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you our first three callers so you kind of know where you are coming up in the lineup. We have 256, 216, and 573 will be our first callers. And please keep in mind and bear in mind that I did have surgery on my jaw. When they told me that it could take months and months and months for my speech to get back to normal, I did not believe them. I believe them now. Um, for those of you who keep sending me emails, I am doing fine and nowhere near in as much pain as I was before. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can, you know, do this. I got Christopher stand on standby in case you know, it gets too much and I can have him pop in later. But um, we're going to just get through this tonight. Appreciate you guys, appreciate you understanding as I work through this here on my end. So if I'm kind of hard to understand, please forgive me. All right, let's go ahead and grab area code 256. 256, you're on the air. Good evening, Manila. This is Stan from Alabama. Hey, Stan, how are you, honey? Oh, good tonight. I've actually got some time to do this. Well, that is awesome. What's been keeping you so busy? Oh, God. Uh, a lot of family matters and <laughs> straightening things out and getting things ready. <laughs> you know, since the onset of a spike in the COVID, there's, things have gotten kind of candy wampus out here. Everything's just silly. Yes. I mean, I, I don't even know. I went to the store and there's, we're out of toilet paper again. None of the stores have toilet paper again. What does the swearing-in of a new president have to do with how often you wipe your ass, people? Okay, I feel better now. There you go. There you go. I have baby wipes, okay? A little bit of personal information, but I'm really totally disgusted in the whole thing. You know, I have baby wipes (laughs) because I can't find toilet paper. People, get your head out of your butts. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) There's your rant that's your rant for the week, right there. I feel so much closer to you now. Thank you for for calling me and letting me vent and get that off my chest. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> and I love that piece you chose. That that sound that you chose. That poem. That was wonderful. Oh, the one, the death of the tree hugger. Yes. That is an incredible piece. It's the poetry chicks. So I went Abby. ahead and looked. What was that? Abby Oliveira. 
Abby Olivier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A very impassioned woman. <laughs> very intense. Oh, I'm one of those tree hugging hugging fuckers. I love it. I love it. I love, I love, love, love that poem. I love it. <laughs> well, I decided to choose a poem which is off a quote from Rachel Carson. And her quote was, Those who contemplate the beauty of earth find reserves of strength that will endure as long as life lasts. And that actually, I looked that poem up after hearing uh, after hearing that lady do her piece. And this piece is Dawn to Dusk. Black fades to grays as night retreats, and a day dawns on new existence. Colors gently become defined in the light, and life arises with determined persistence. The songs of living things, nature's sweet melody, a performance celebrates life's affirmation. In the flora and fauna, glory of diversity. In the myriad of all things, nature's creations. Through the trials of life and seasons changes, life strives and struggles to survive and move on. Till in the twilight of their time returns to the ending night. But with a new dawn comes the light. Life new spawns. And peace. Wow. That was amazing. And I used to, in the neighborhood I used to live in, I used to get up, I used to stay up really late. Now, I would get up really super early, or sometimes I wouldn't go to bed at all. And I loved going out for walks at night when it's dark. You know, and there's a oh, few wow. times where, uh, like really late at night, like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, um, when it's just all super quiet. But there's a couple times when I've been out walking and the sun starts coming up. And as you're reading through that poem, I could see it and I could feel it and I could smell it and I could feel the chill. You know, the air gets always just a little bit chillier for some reason right before the sun rises. Oh, but man, yes. I thought that was an incredible piece, hon. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you're you welcome. very much. It's good to be back on the air. It is. Oh, I'm glad you're here. I miss you when you're not here. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know it. Yeah. It's crazy times. I'm keeping kind of crazy hours now. There are times when somebody needs something at early, early morning. Other times it's late at night. No, we're, something's happened here. We need help here. So I'm on the road. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's family or those people who are part of your extended family, your friends that are nearby. So, you know, and the way things are on the mountain, that's what you do. That's how people get by on the mountain. They help each other. People should get by everywhere. Oh, well, hey. (laughs) I want to be on the mountain. I hear you. I wish the whole, I wish the mountain was everywhere. I really do. I know, right? That'd be amazing. Will you write me a poem about living on the mountain? You know like what? an invitation yes, telling me why I should? Sure. Okay. I surely will. I surely will. That's your homework for the night. 
Were you going to read a second one, Stan? I sure will. This is something uh, a little quick. It's So It Begins. And this was actually prompted by uh, For Real the Poet out of Mm -hmm. Epiphany. He gave us two lines. This is my line and that's my line. That's the two lines he gave us. And what I spun out of that was So It Begins. This is my line, not yet defined, a work in progress. No rhythm, nor rhyme, marking life's time, a learning process. Historic intrusions, elders' delusions, fallacies inherent. Beyond old vision, no need this division, solidarity, the apparent. Not follow as sequel, all as one, in kind. My path soul-chosen, not historically frozen. That's my new line. In peace. I always, I always can tell the pieces you have a lot of fun with. I can tell the ones you write when you're, you know, when there's a deep emotional attachment to the words that you're creating and then the ones that you play hopscotch with and this is one of those (laughs) I feel like you played hopscotch with and it's fun it's fun that you're able to through the words the way that you write through the whole um, the whole environment of your poem how you're able to make people feel the emotion in which it was written you're really good at that yeah, and this was it was you know this is this is one of those sort of pick up your pen moments where he he throws this to you, and you do what you can with it. And I did. I had some fun playing with that. You know, you know, I've a got a bunch of his tracks uploaded on the show. You do? Mm-hmm. So I think I'll close the show with one of his. I miss him. He's not been on in a while. Yell at him for me. Oh, you bet I will. Drag him over here by his short hairs. Do it. <laughs> I will do what I can, dear lady. <laughs> you can even tell him I said that. <laughs> I will tell him. Yeah, we'll play one of his tracks to close the show with tonight. I'm glad you brought him up. So, what do you have planned for the rest of the night, Stan? Well, actually, tonight is a uh, night where I'm going to be going to bed early. We've got to finish up a entire enclosure for chickens to keep them hawk and cat we got feral cats everywhere up here so they've got to be hawk and cat safe but be able to free range to some degree and we're going to be finishing that up tomorrow it's been a long day already (laughs) (laughs) so I was either A hinting to see if you wanted to finish the rest of the host the show with me or B I was pretending to be a Dutch Brothers girl, sticking my head in the window. So what are your plans for today? <laughs> I don't know if you guys have Dutch Brothers out there, if you guys even know what I'm talking about. but I've never heard yeah. that term. Oh, it's brothers. a coffee place like Starbucks. Oh, and really? they always have super young, super friendly people, you know, working, good-looking people, pretty people. 
working. Oh. You know, and, and when they you drive up to their little kiosk thing, they sit on the counter and lean all the way down into the window of your car and say, hi, how are you doing? What can I get for you today? Oh, I love your dog. I used to have a person. What's your plans for this week? And it's like, get the hell out of my face. You quit trying to know me. I don't want to talk to you. I don't know you. you know, You're scaring that, the hell out of me. <laughs> that works. That would work after your coffee. You don't do yeah, that to someone yeah. before, <laughs> before their coffee. Their coffee. <laughs> yeah. But but Dutch Brothers is notorious for having these super friendly, vibrant, beautiful, and and, and some wonderful, wonderful uh, people working for them. I love Dutch Brothers. Um, but it's like you know, I but I've gotten back to them now. And you know, what are you doing today? I'm going going to get my birthday drink. So do you have plans for your birthday? And I'll look at him and I'll say, no. The better question is, do you have plans for my birthday? Ooh, nice touch. And they, they just don't know what to say, right? <laughs> of course not. All right, oh, shit, Stan. I didn't hear plans. <laughs> tell people how to find you, baby. You can find me on Nyla Alicia Speakeasy Cafe when I can get here. Hopefully this Friday I will make it to World Poetry Open Mic, which is on the Twitch app. Not making any promises the way things happen out here. Uh, <laughs> you can also find me Saturdays, 9 p.m. Eastern on Epiphany Radio as a co-host with Rebecca Hollywoods, also known as Murder, She Wrote, on the Hurt Locker remix. Uh, you can find me in the poetic groups Garden of Poetry and Prose and Poetry of Springs and Grace. And you can find me in four different anthologies. Uh, the late Philip Kent Church's Outlaw Poetry were in cahoots. Thinking about you, brother. And also the, the 20... Yeah, really, all the time. And also the 2017, 2018, and 2019 anthologies of World Poetry Open Mic, all of which are on Amazon. And that's it. Absolutely perfect. All right, Stan, thank you for starting off the show in such an amazing way. I appreciate you so much, sweetheart. Get some really good sleep and try to be here as often as you can. Don't don't make me send someone after you like I'm sending you after for real. (laughs) Come find me in Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even even begin to think I would not. (laughs) I'm not even about to. If you you can search (laughs) and find fossils and such, I'm not even going to imagine hiding. Yeah, nobody's safe. I'll come find everybody. <laughs> and then I'll dig all your rocks up. <laughs> Look for your dead things. <laughs> I hear you. All right, Stan, love you, honey. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. Love to you, my dear, and on to the next. Good night, sweetheart. Sweet dreams. Good night. All right, our next caller, area code 216. 216, you're on the air. Thank you. Hey, Mama, how are you, honey? Was worried. I'm Just sorry. <laughs> yeah, so me and Noreen tripping out. So then something just told me to try one more time when you didn't answer the phone. I felt like the reason you didn't answer was because you were on the phone and the program was working. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was, I was talking way 90 miles an hour. <laughs> You know, you know, there's some life has. I, I've been seeing all these posts, Mama, on Facebook about people saying, you know, can someone please tell me one good thing that's happened in 2020? And you know, all these, everything is so negative right now. 
And my thought, you guys, is this, and I have to share this, is that someone said write the best thing that happened to you in 2020. Can someone please just write one good thing that happened in 2020? And I wrote 2020 was amazing. I woke up every day. Mm. You know, how spoiled are we? <laughs> so you had a crappy year. You know, there's things that can crappy happen that are really like- bad and tragic. But for those of us who are just bitching because we're bitching, you woke up every day. Shut the hell up. God, I'm on one tonight, aren't I? Yeah, that's good, though. But I'm just saying I'm glad that you're grateful. But, you know, uh, don't scare the hell out of me and Noreen. You know, you put a note up there saying something's going on so we just know you're I okay. had no clue. I had no clue till I looked in the chat room and saw the conversation between you, you and Noreen. That's how I knew I wasn't broadcasting. Oh, okay. So until I saw the until I popped up the chat room and saw what you guys were writing, I had no clue. I was I was doing the whole intro to the show. I was giving you your assignments oh my and goodness. What? yeah, yeah. Oh wow, this really. And then I realized you guys okay. couldn't hear me. So yeah, yeah we crazy. might. I'm calling. Then I tried like going just listening online and not calling just to see what was going. Nothing again. So I go back to the call. Nothing. We didn't again. mean to scare you, Mama. I'm glad that no, you worry about me, though. That makes me happy. Yeah, because, you know, like, one thing about you, you're dependable. You're very loyal to your craft and to your to your fans and to us. And it's like, if something's going wrong, if something's going wrong, you know, I'm glad it wasn't anything going wrong with you. It's a lot of talk. So anyway, the piece I'm going to do is a, form that somebody just told me about the other day and I thought it was kind of like unusual. It's called a, a, a erasure. Hmm. So what it, it is is you take one of your poems that you've written and you erase it and just leave parts of it. So that's what I did on this one. That's awesome. Okay. So um, the, the poem is called Friends. And so I'm not going to read the parts I erased. I'm just going to read what I was left with. 5,000 friends and not a drop of care. Like being stranded in the middle of the ocean, no water to digest. Water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink. Facebook is a sea of friends when you need one. Human nature, wrong impressions and misconceptions. Just be a friend, all that's required. Communication without judging, a listening ear and a sincere heart. Friends, friends everywhere, but not a one to stop and think. Or sex on the internet. 5,000 friends and not a drop of care. For you few who are sincere, there are more like you out there. Don't lose faith in mankind. Watch the ones who will tell you your attire is all wrong. Watch the ones who will tell you their your attire is wrong and see them flexing in that very same one. People on the Internet are still people. It's just that you're not able to smell them coming. Use 
the rest of your five senses. Do not be frightened. Just heighten your spiritual power and ask for spirit of discernment and peace. You know how I talk about writing, you know, thinking about what you write, writing uniquely, writing differently, you know, writing away from cliches or the predictables. And when you were reading that, you had a line in there where you said um, you couldn't smell them coming. (laughs) You know, traditionally that line would be see them coming. But because you replace see with the sense of smell, all of a sudden now, you know, when you're saying that, I'm thinking about the, the you know, the, it created such a different picture in my mind. So instead of just seeing a guy, you know, seeing a guy walking down the street, now all of a sudden I smell him. Why would I smell him? What's making me smell him? Okay, he's dirty. He hasn't bathed in a while. Um, a little tweaked out. Maybe I should be worried. You know, whatever. Hide my Dutch brothers because that guy's coming for it. Um, but is it, but because you used the word smell, it it totally jarred me and my brain into so creating me, let, completely different okay, image. Let me read that part again because what it what it is is um, I was speaking about friends that you know in person compared to friends that on the internet. Yeah, and that's and that's what I was saying. The only difference is with friends you know in person and the friends you know on the internet is that you can't smell them coming. So you have to use your other senses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I said, yeah, I thought it was, I, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Okay. I love oh, it. So you got that part. Okay, well, I, won't, I won't go back over it then. I thought you, yeah, because that's what, that's the difference is we can't get the, all the, our senses going. But it's like it's a spiritual thing, you know. Mm-hmm. We have to just use the spirit of discernment. Like judge people because I had a real bad experience the other day. I had been going on a show for the last few months, uh, doing Zoom, and I had invited one of my very, um, just very special friends from Greece to come on the show, and uh, he was just so handsome and so eloquent that it's just like the host just got jealous of him and just started treating him really bad. It was just horrible. It was a horrible experience. And uh, I'm just kind of just through with uh, with 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 that program. I'm I'm not going back over there. I'm not, and he's not going to go back. Uh, my good friend that sends me the flowers every day from Greece. We've been friends for like ten years, and every day he sends me flowers. He's a rooftop gardener. So what I told him I'm I'm going to do I'm going to do uh, a, a Zoom interview with just him, and I'm going to interview him. And then from there, I'm going to interview other people. Like That's people awesome. That I'm going to, to interview them one-on-one so we can get to know the living poets that we have here in this world that's right here with us breathing that um, we We've don't even get to know. We've lost too many lately. Right. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going that's to a great depend idea. on people I don't know. Because like I said, friends, friends everywhere. We don't even get to... You know, to know the people, we just, like, get involved with these people. And then next thing you know, I mean, I bring my friend there, and he just starts insulting him. And he can see how beautiful he was and, you know, love again. The man did a bio poem so that everybody could get to know him. Now, on this particular program, you do three poems. So instead of him explaining everything to him, 
that we can do three poems on the first round and two poems on the second round. He just cuts him off in the middle of this poem and say, well, that sounds like you, you wrote a book. Well, all you have to do is say, well, since you did, let him do his poem. And at the end, you could have said, well, since you did such a long piece, we won't, you can just do that one because we usually do three. So you can just do that one or anything. But just, he was so rude yeah. to him. And just, just, it was I'm just sorry crazy. that happened to a mama. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was very hurtful. So I know I would never get that type of... Um, Disrespect from any place or anybody that I really knew, and I just really shouldn't invite somebody to go someplace where I'm not really aware of their uh, personalities or lack of whatever. So the next piece I'm going to do is just going to be a regular piece, or I could do um, something from uh, like what we used to do, the. Um, the um, reverse that we used to do. I can do something from somebody else. So, you know what? I'm going to do one of my own. I'll do reverse <laughs> next time. I miss, I miss reverse, but my eyes are getting bad, so I better do my own. I'm more familiar with what I, what I wrote. I got diagnosed with everything the other day. <laughs> Cataracts to the other one. With so, everything? I got diagnosed with Everything that goes along with the eyes. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell glaucoma. me you were pregnant or something. Glaucoma and uh, yeah, I'm pregnant. I'm, I'm pregnant with the seed of happiness. <laughs> uh, I'm, that it. that uh, we're finally going to another phase. But uh, it's it's obvious I'm getting old. So I'm going to do my piece here. I call "Make It Plural, Please," and I changed it to "Make It Plural, Please or Not." Now, first I had just make it plural, please, because people were not adding S's to their compositions and poetry. But then I started noticing that people were adding S's to things that didn't need one. So I said, I changed the name of it to make it plural, please, or not. Okay. Yeah, it starts off like this. Yes. No S. That would be Tessus. Some of you, when you spit, you never use S's. I can't get an understanding with so many guesses. Did they mean one or two or more? This kind of thing leaves my eyes sore. Can you place your S's in the proper places? Why instead do you add an S when the S is not due? Then you say them when you really mean those. You never pause or even take breathers. By the time I decipher and decode the mess, I get hit with another missing S or an extra S. This becomes a real mess. Leave mice and fish and men alone. They don't need an S. They are plural on their own. Oh, let me say this. The there and the there that you may need 
One is in general and one is possessive. This is another clue you can all use. Our means us and A-R-E-R does not, which is another mistake that throws the reader off a lot. Whenever you need to, feel free to refer to this ditty. Writing is an expression, and the thoughts are witty. If you want us to get what you're saying, take the time to learn a few things and quit playing. Here, sip on this road, and A, A-N, and A-N-D is another misnomer. Use A-N if the next word begins with a vowel. Don't send it out if you don't care what we think. I write for me, most will say. Then if you just write for you, then why show it to me? I offer this as a small little guide. I make mistakes and I take my corrections with pride. So if you see my poem all jacked up and you laugh and say, good job, poet, nice write, then you're not a real friend. And I'm not the sensitive type. So I beg you, don't send me out there to look like a fruitcake. I love correction. So I'm aware that we all make mistakes. I'd rather have a friend correct me than to go uncorrected. It could be a typo or just a mistake. It could be that you just don't know. The proof isn't repeating the same thing time and time again. It's either you are too vain or you have scared friends. Whichever the case may be, it reflects on you. Grow up and learn to take criticism and become all that you aspire to become or just become a laughing stock if that's what you desire. Many have natural many have natural talents and are good enough to challenge the rules. But to challenge the rules, you must know what they are. Spell check cannot help you with the basic rules. Know what they are or ever remain a fool. Awake, wake, and awaken. Be awoke, woke, like awaken, awake, and be awakened to this end before we are through. Through. T-H-R-E-W, through this end, to T-O-W, T-O, and T-O-O. Lots of times I get lazy or just get them confused. And to recognize my weakness is the only way I can improve. The biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. Hear, hear, hear me now. Laugh out loud, and I'll drink to that. Make it plural, please, or not. (laughs) I love that so much. Oh, my God, I love that so much. (laughs) Have you ever heard of a book called Eat, Eat, Shoots, and Leaves? Eat, Shoots, and Leaves? Eat, Shoots, like bamboo shoots. Eat, Shoots, and Leaves, like leaves on a tree. 
Okay, no, it shoots not that and leaves. Write that down and Google it. You have to get that book and read it. It is funniest, funniest book I have ever read in my life for anyone okay. who notices grammatical mistakes and things, which you obviously do. Uh, and still make them. I bought it because I make them. <laughs> and I thought, well, if I listen to this lady talk about it, then I'm going to learn better. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Like, you know, I'm, I make them too. But basically it's because I'm too lazy to, like, like you know, because the spell check can't check everything, but just too lazy to really, like, take the time. and Spell check has made us lazy, I think. You know, <laughs> I bet people before I, spell check did not make as many mistakes as we make now. <laughs> and it messes me up. It says what I didn't say. I didn't say that. That's <laughs> not even what I meant. It changes the whole thing. Like, oh, my God. That's and with too this funny. new phone, yeah, the, the new phone. Oh, the new phone has this hypersensitive, so it has extra vowels and stuff. Like you can write a sentence like, "I went to the opera the other v v day." Went to the opera the other v. Where all these v's get popping up? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Eat, shoots, and leaves. <laughs> I'll sure will. I'll sure will. Find, Sounds like find that book. Number. Eat, shoots, and leaves. Okay. okay. Will. Thank you. I love you, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. No, <laughs> next week. All right, Mama. Love you too, honey. I just saw in the chat room too. I was looking in the chat room, or I on my page. I just jumped over on my page to answer some messages. People saying they couldn't hear me. I just posted I was on. Um, but there was a picture you commented on, on my picture, and you asked me, am I, "Are you okay? No sound, just technical. If it, you know, a hu- hugs just in case." You sent me hugs just in case I wasn't okay. I love you so much. I just want you to just know that I saw that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love you, Mama. Okay, baby. I love you, too. All right. Talk I'll to talk you. to you next week, honey. Mm-hmm. Bye. I love that woman. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 573. 573, you are on the air. Sinister Spittle, good evening, Nyla. Hey, Sin, how are you, honey? I'm good, I'm good. Fantastic, actually. I'm glad you're doing better. Healing more every day. Thank you. Well, let's get into it, and then I have some spectacular news afterwards. (laughs) Okay. This first one is called Another Course. I will kill you, my love letters sent to you, return short postage. I find it past due as my insanity and instant truth. Message given truth as all the nightmares I see in daylight you know don't compare to the burn I find in loving you. A seesaw battle on elementary playgrounds for fools, bruising elbows and cheeks to rule this school. It's an institution for idiots, things we go through. Rustling in poisonous drinking fountains we grew from shedding naught but shame in this aftermath of pain. I'll repackage the parcel of our love so fragile. Bubble wrap the corners to avoid the tragic. Hope its delivery comes minus the usual strife. Because in spite of it all, my heart belongs to you. One day soon, baby, we will set another course in peace. (laughs) That was awesome. Tell me what your rant is. All right. Ready for the next one? I am. 
right. This is this is an old one. This is from five years ago. It's called Eternal Stone. Walking through eternal gardens and grayscale vision envelops a world of soggy fragments, shadowed visage upon sepulchres standing etched through thoroughly, yet void in poetic rites of passing. Benevolent are such closing accolades for spent bones, earth-covered lumber entombed, a time-card life fully punched, warfare I endured as devils and angels alike fall asunder upon both fronts, reading corrosive passages, transcribing the wayward worm food crawling fallen before me. Cerebral postcards to muse catatonic sweeps up the sweet enchantments of sorrow's longing grip holding a raven's beckoning which echoes a marbled mausoleum, ignites the harmonious balance of light ascending and gates swaying. Voices claim their winged bounty or thwarted the serpent's tail. Juxtaposed moments, the sun's ray, helixes the gloom to illuminate the hollow or when the fog denies painted row, vigilantly displaying the forget-me-not standing to atone for sacred moments no darkness can penetrate. Ligatures on leaflets, soiled napkins of these victories or defeats I lived through and upon desolate quills weep. A glossary of poetic secondine and arduous tasks I'm portraying in my rights dissecting eye. Waxed upon a thousand headstones, moonbeams light my November march of onious reckoning, reflective pondering, the sterilized ominous granules time-stamped, reasserting the balance to cold soil. Moist air, sustained by loquacious crooning of placeless woes. I'm pushing through, led by pen, to carve eternal stone. End piece. Wow. You know, the I love the the continuous fragmented thoughts. Um not 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 abstract but fragmented. The way that you wrote that, the way it skipped, and like you know, almost like a record skipping, as you were writing it across the the lines that you were reading, it was just it was a great great effect. And I think you did a fantastic job on that. Thank you very much. That's one of my one of my favorite oldies for goodies. So, I got some news this coming Wednesday. Of course, next Wednesday would be. I will be featured. Yes, Oh, featured really? Where are you going to be featured? On Drip the Mic at 6 p.m. Central Daylight Time on Blog Talk Radio. That is awesome. Congratulations on that, baby. Thank you very much. So everybody come out and join the madness, get committed. Sinister Spittle will be featured on Drip the Mic Network. Well, do me a the favor when you... When you get the link to the show so people can find it, will you post it on my page for everybody and remind us? Yes, I will. We'll have the flyers up tomorrow. Um, they'll be ready to go, and I shall do that most definitely. Um, because, you know, people forget. You know, it isn't like it used to be. We, we're like a microwave generation. You know, we need it in 10 seconds or less. And if we have to plan something or we know something's going to happen a week from now, 90% of us won't remember it. Yeah. You know, we have microwave yeah. brains now. We don't have encyclopedias for brains like we used to. So, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, use it, my page, please. I shall. 
I will I will post it as soon as I have the link in the in the flyer, which is being created as we speak, and we'll be ready tomorrow, and we will put it on there most definitely, because I want everybody to everybody to join, because it will be a grand night. I'm Perfect. I'm stoked about. <laughs> I'm excited for you as well, and excited for us that we get to hear that. All right, baby, we will talk to you again next week. Yes, we will. Sorry I missed the anniversary, but congratulations. Well Thank deserved. You. you are a, a stoic, stellar uh, person in the poetic community, and we love you, and we thank you for all your hard work. Oh, thank you, honey. I appreciate you so much. All right, now you have a good night. You too, hon. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Mr. Sinister Spittle. Our next caller comes from area code, I believe, is this is Tomiko. 757. Yes, this is Tomiko Barnett. Hello. <laughs> Hello, sweetheart. How are you doing, honey? I'm doing all right. How are you? I am doing really well. It's been a really fun night. You know, I was talking about, you know, all these people complaining about everything that's going on in 2020 and, you know, everything's bad. And it's like, you know, when you get a little surprise, a good surprise, you just, like, get all excited. Mm. Remember at the beginning of the show I said somebody brought me in a soda? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did kiss that. Mm. They didn't bring me in a soda. They brought me in a glass of wine. This is a great year. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was Sprite, and so I took this great big drink of it while I was talking or while I was listening, and it wasn't soda. It was wine, and it caught me by surprise, and I thought I was going to spit it out my nose. It would have been horrible. Can you even imagine? Uh-huh. <laughs> it just surprised me. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited. I get to sit here and, and drink a glass of wine and listen to poetry with my loved ones. This is a perfect night, and I'm really glad you're here. I do not think that I am. If I am, it's going to be a last. Right now, as of right now, we are not doing a show for Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, because I actually think that um, I might not be here. But if something happens and I end up having to be here, then we will be doing the show. So if we do a show, it's going to be like a two-hour impromptu, hey, guys, guess what? Stop eating turkey and come hang out. Okay. <laughs> and the only way you get online is if you bring me a piece of pecan pie. So get those in the mail, folks. <laughs> pecan, that's the only pie, pecan. Oh, God, I love pecan pie. That's like pure evil, too. Oh, pecan yeah. pie. Pecan pie and chess pie. See, that's one more reason we're perfect together. You will never eat my pie. It's all wrong. It's good, <laughs> but it, it's, it's good, but it's so so bad, and I can't do it no more. I'm just this. I don't think there would ever be a way to sh- make that sugar free, and it tastes no. good. No. <laughs> 
Okay. But that's all right, though. I, I, I can still eat sweet potato pie. Um, let's see. Mm. Um, yeah. But, okay. <laughs> okay, I do have two poems. Um, you know, they small, but, you know, here they go. Um, this first one is called, what did I decide to call it? Footsteps. <laughs> Footsteps. Um, these footsteps walk lightly among familiar strangers, covered by constellations in the deep dark sky. Yes, these footsteps lightly walk right on by in peace. <laughs> yeah, abstract. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You know, it's almost like you're seeing it, but you can't really see it. You're hearing it. You're hearing mm. the poem and the echoes of the footsteps. You know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. I don't know. It, just, it popped in my head earlier because, I mean, it was, that's why I said it was abstract because what popped in my mind, if you don't mind me sharing a little bit of my creative process, um, what popped in my mind was, Footsteps walk lightly, and I said, "Okay, yeah, some of them do." (laughs) 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 The muse kind of talks to you sometimes, and I'm like, "You know, even just that—if you printed that on a coffee cup, that would be awesome." Yeah, Mm -hmm. sometimes they do. (laughs) Footsteps walk lightly on one side and on the other side, and say, "Yeah, sometimes they do." (laughs) But yeah, I love that. Thank you. So that's that one. And the next one, um, it's a like a it's a multiple verse haiku. Um, right now, the it's a working title. I'm just calling it to be, cause I don't think it's the end of this. So, but this is what I have so far. Um, life on this side of blackness. Womanhood, dancing to familiar drums, eating the fruit of love, trading pain for the juice of savoring joy's crumbs. In peace. I'm sorry, I forgot to say in peace, and I know. <laughs> well, you said it was multiple ones, so I thought, is she looking for the other one? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to ruin her dramatic moment. <laughs> no, it wasn't a dramatic pause. That was the funny part, is that, no, it was like the menopause kicked in, and I forgot to say in peace. <laughs> Like, why is she not talking to me? You know what a good title would be is what you said at the very beginning? And you should entitle it, or not entitled, it's not entitled, it's not entitled to anything. It is entitled to a title because it's a good poem. You should title it, that's one of my pet peeves, is something's entitled, something's entitled The Wrecking Ball. Or, no, it's titled The Wrecking Ball. It's not entitled, those are two different words. That's, I'm just playing off Mama's poem earlier, see what she did to me. <laughs> so it should be titled um, 
This is not the end. This is not the end. Well, that's true. It's not, because I think in the second verse I went over 17 syllables, but who cares right now tonight? Um, see, I'm editing. Um, but <laughs> But like I said, it's not the end, and I could kind of tell it's like some places I want to go with that um a little bit more. Um so Yana Van Zant was on Tamron Hill I mean Tamron Hall, that's her last name, Hall. Tamron Hall the other day and got me thinking about womanhood and, and she says that we should all think about what woman what being a woman means to us instead of someone defining it for us because we've always lived under some sort of um Predetermined definition, and we've um, always lived under someone else's oil after fresh strokes. Yeah, um, and so who would you be if the rain came? Who would I be if the rain came? Mm, 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 mm. The one getting out of it. <laughs> Love you so much. I mean, honestly, I I tried. And I'm taking it seriously because it's so funny because you made me think of something real quick. I'm taking it seriously because I tried actually being that one who walks in the rain, just doing something different in my life. Just walk in and see what happens. <laughs> you know somebody going to look at you like you're crazy, but just leave the umbrella inside and walk around for a few minutes and see how you feel. <laughs> you hear about people talking about stuff like it. You see it in movies, but no, do you really know somebody who ever do this? Go outside and walk in the rain. And I went outside one day and I walked in the rain just for a few quick minutes and came back in and it was like, okay, so I'm. I, that's not something I, I do. And I probably won't do it ever again. I mean, <laughs> but at least I did it once. You know, it's really weird the way inspiration works because you you know that I'm a photographer as well as a writer, correct? Mhm. So you're talking about that, and I said the line, um, "Who would you be if the rain came?" You know, that we're all hidden under oil. And all of a sudden, in my brain, I saw this picture of this naked woman, totally covered in paint, different colored paints and strokes and, you know, all is just completely head to toe, covered in paint, standing outside and the rain is starting to wash the paint off. And now that I have thought that, that's going to sit in my head like a cancer and it is not going to go away until I create that picture. Uh. It will haunt me, that, that, that image will haunt me now. I'm going to have to take that picture to go with that line. I just have to find one of my girlfriends willing to get naked and let me paint them. I mean, what can be harder than that, right? <laughs> You'd have to know some of my friends. I probably got several. <laughs> I would be around and say, you got to know at least one. <laughs> like, like, yes, I will do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. for you to ask me, I've been wanting to do something like that. <laughs> exactly. What took like, wait, so wait, I did that last weekend. Me. Sure. <laughs> like, what took you? Tamiko, my love, please tell everyone how they can find you, baby girl. Okay. Um, 
Facebook, T-A-M-E-K-O, Barnett with an E on the end, um, poetrysoup.com forward slash me forward slash T-A-M-E-K-O one three. I'm also on timbook2.com. I can just give you the whole website. T-I-M-B-O-O-K-T-U.com forward slash Tamiko forward slash Tamiko dot H-T-M. And there you go. Perfect. All right, sweetheart, we will talk to you next week. Yes. Well, no, Thanksgiving, yeah. Oh, that's right. Maybe we'll talk to you next week. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I'll check in and see what's happening. (laughs) All right, hon. We'll talk to you soon, sweetheart. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go ahead and put Miss Tamiko on hold. I'm having some issues here. Let's see if I can get our next caller unmuted. 848. I believe this is Gregory Schwartz. Gregory, are you with us? Hey, hang on. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Thank goodness. Uh, Welcome. Yeah, me too. Hang on. (laughs) You still there? I'm here. Cool. How are you doing, Gregory? Speaker phone, and we named it after you. On Thursday, it's no longer a cell phone. It's a Nyla whatever. <laughs> I don't know kind of get No, we named our cell phone after you, but only on Thursdays. <laughs> I, okay, I even, am so honored. How about that? If, if we were with that cohabitating, all the kitchen utensils would be named after you, which is horribly <laughs> what's that some kind of mansplaining or whatever? All kinds of goof on that. Yeah, great. <laughs> I love you. I will name my toast whatever. Oh, oh, things are okay. Oh, no, yeah. No, all I can think about is Bill Mur- Murray's uh, Aunt Jemima treatment. Ouch. Okay, let me, um, whatever. Okay. <laughs> They're horrible. They're overrated. It's a mess. I've been working whatever, not about myself. Wasted all these drugs. Trying to get this together, and maybe the character element will stay, but anyhow, it's absolutely hysterical. So, you got coming on an eight count. Outside the self, they envy the lonely, refusing to disavow the heartbroken worlds of their own. A winter shade wanes between remnants of a compromised benediction. Transparencies languish in the causeway of the dying hour. Outside the selfless self, the mind, disguised as a cracked mirror, seamlessly scrutinizes the ever-present internalization. Outside the self, they create themselves. Behind closed eyes, there's nowhere to hide. And throughout the airs of misfortune, a witness pauses to induce a defeated sigh. Freely following their own upon the faded ruins of a wind-swept afterpath. Maybe because we've been writing more kind of lyricy stuff. Anyhow, you know, it's absolutely you know, terrible. I thought that was I loved that. You know, it's kind of like how we all 
have this freaking self-created facade and the upkeep and the energy it takes to maintain that facade when we know behind it that we are that, that in reality it's like we know our own reality well it's you know the two characters you know, and every once in a while someone can see right through us and it's scary eh, the characters will hold up mm-hmm. it was really bad before i mean it was absolutely terrible it's like yeah you know it's not anyhow here's a verse two of something from earlier the heart Yeah, the hardship emerges actualizing the quintessence of the dream mind. The incandescent embodiment complies integrating the lotus petal sky. Between temporal cloudbursts, the sun shower transpires in a silhouetted rain, mirroring a perpetual sentiment enveloped in an everlasting tear. In a thousand years to embrace the farthest shoreline, Bask in the sustenance of the replenished coast. Sanctity reproves the endless sea. Ancient ocean perfects its future replete. We follow the course of the infinite river, drifting through the rapids of here and now, leaping from dream to dream. Yeah. You never heard it before. It can sound okay. Anyhow. I thought it yeah. was. Yeah. Eh. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I don't know. It's overwritten. It's too worldly. <laughs> too wordy. And, you know, all this stuff's useless. So, but I like, you know, like replete. That's got to go. I don't know. How are you? Okay, here's another thing. Not to be, like, full of oneself. This is, like, the only thing we know to call into to work out new stuff. Like, you see all kinds of stuff bouncing around. And plus, Bill Beck and Dennis might be calling in again. But oh, I, I don't know awesome. about that. I hope so. I don't know. Bill Beck's like the best. So that's all part of the – Dennis had a thing in the library. And so you're the only thing that's hidden. I won't have anywhere to try out new material. I mean, I can bounce back and forth you're right, between friends and all, but thanks. I don't know. It's all kind of just wordy. It's the same words, sort of. I don't know. And you always got to remember – that there audience was, wise there was a silkiness to both of those okay. that that is so, not typical it's it's still your voice but not typical of your voice they were there was there was something very not i don't want to use mm-hmm. silk cuz that sounds mercury like yeah, say anything you know, like liquid mercury well you know i am they are going to be red to, you know, enhance them the best way. You know, a lot of that's, you know, put on. I, lo- I, I think that they were written down. really well. I don't think I would really, you know, if you wanted to go through and cut, edit, whatever you want to do, that's up to you. But I thought they read really well. I don't think that there was any really wasted words in there. Mm, I wouldn't know. It's all new, like I said, you know. been grind- Yeah, kicking them around for a couple Days and hey, thanks for letting me try it out. Oh, we're okay. All this 2020 stuff, f that man. Got to keep yourself together. You know, every other person keeps the other person going, and f that because that's the external things putting you down. You have to. We all have that, you know. And it's like no, you mean don't let it bring you down. It's Mm -hmm. 
it'll be all right. But no, it, it's it's terrible. You know what I mean? Don't don't you do want to be, you know, have an understanding, all that good stuff. I don't know. Hey, thanks. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll get it together. Like I say, was just yeah, you shouldn't. That's all right. They're just wordy. There's no. Well, they're not really finished. Also, so we'll keep the characters, you know, outside the self, and then have all you know mimes, pantomists, you know, pantomimists, whatever else you could throw in there, you know. So the characters will hold up, and yeah. you know. Okay, so like the faded ruins of a windswept afterpath. I mean, it kind of works. It's kind of musical. But, you know, so the ruins win. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. And that's always because, you know, you feel comfortable it with it. It's very much the flavor of what you're writing. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm not arguing. Just, you know, that's all. And you got always got to remember audience-wise, which becomes really self-indulgent. If people have, for those who have never heard it before, it's all new. And that's an internal thing that a lot of people you can get caught up in, you know, just because you hear it and you know you you ironed it out for all that. You know, if nobody's heard it before, it's as good or as bad as when it first is. Mm-hmm. So th- that's a studio trick, because you know you get caught up in that, whatever. Kind of good things. Okay, you all right over there? <laughs> all right over here. Whatever. Tell everyone how to find you, Gregory. Oh, well, we're having an authentic, historically authentic Thanksgiving. Our tablecloth has smallpox already in it. Oh, nice. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> Fuck the white man. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. I'm not, you know, looking for plays on YouTube or... With Twitters, anything, come and find me. Find yourself. Go find Jesus. All that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Anything on that hell book, that horrible Facebook, that site's disgusting. So, yeah, all that Twitter, anything. Send all your stuff around. We're cool. We'll, we'll you know, bounce it for We'll promote. Gosh, you know, everything's, you know, there won't be whatever. I don't want to get to it. They're going to try to pump shows next year. And, you know, Eddie Vedder's super spreader is, you know, it's not going to, they're going to try to pull that off. We're waiting like two or three years for our, for a festival. They're going to try. A lot of it comes out of like the publicity kind of department. You have to have the interns doing things and like Live Nation acts all friendly or something. You know, fuck that. You make your tickets available, and the bands are really the ones into it. Not like the you know the iconic national bands. And some of them are cool, but yeah, Ticketmaster charges a fee, and the band gets a cut of that. So if, uh, let's go a number. If Ticketmaster charges a six, you know service fee, the band gets four of that. And so you know, and then they all hide behind it. But having tickets are too expensive. It, it's not right. People are getting mistreated in that national, you know. But it, it's it's a lot. So yeah, everything, you know, just everything—the staging, the lighting, you know, all the normal. It's it's horrible. I mean, our opera season's canceled. 
mean? I don't have, yeah, our promotion stuff's down. That's all. And, you know, the bands all want to be rich and famous. And F that. It's like a nowhere buzz. I'm sorry, Sunday. No, everything's cool. You got to keep this show going. <laughs> this is the only place we could try out new stuff. Cause 14 we're not... years, honey. I don't think I'm going anywhere. Yeah, don't go anywhere. I, I won't, I promise. Please? <laughs> hey, yeah, take care of everyone. No, I love listening. It's great. Oh, thank you all. so much, Just, you Gregory. Know, write, rewrite. You know, it's all, it's all fundamental. All that good stuff. Okay, anything I can help you with? Bob Dylan, you got to serve somebody? <laughs> I'm doing good. We're fucking awesome. Thanks a lot. Oh, only good things. Yeah. Only good things to you, honey. We'll talk to you next week, love. Yeah, I hope so. Good. Thanks, baby. All right. I see Jade on here. Hello, Jade in the chat room. Are you calling in tonight? I'm having some issues with the studio, guys. So if you're trying to call in and you're getting that crazy, fast, busy signal, please keep trying. If the line has just kicked you off, then try calling back in. I'm sure the techs are working on it. We'll get through tonight. We're not doing it pretty by any means. We are doing it. Let's go ahead and bring area code. I believe this is Gina Storm, 815. 815, are you with me? I am, in fact, with you. Happy Thursday, Myla. Hey, sweetheart. Hi, honey. That was you. It's so good to hear from you. Yeah, I came to bring rainbows and glitter. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) You can bring anything you want. Thank you. I appreciate that. I told my mom, I said, this is the show where I can just babble and it will be acceptable. So sometimes I don't have a a clear thought of consciousness or anything in particular that I want to bring. But, you know, I freestyle. So if my mind rambles, I know that you will not judge me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I love that. For me, it's a lot of fun hearing you do that because it's like watching inspiration in the raw. It's like you're standing there with a naked brain in front of us, and this is how your whole stream of consciousness thinks. And it's really interesting to me to see the transition in ideas and the forks it goes off in. And so I love it when you do this. Sure. And it gives me life, too, because a lot of times, and I tell people who don't freestyle and think that I'm some anomaly, it's simply poetry without a net. I trust that the words will come, so I don't worry about it if they don't. You're braver than me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, baby. What are you going to do for what I want to do? I, I don't know yet, Nyla. Oh, actually, I wanted to do a piece. My first piece, I, I want to title it um, Friendship, because Mama all the days she was an inspiration to me, talking about how we don't always get an opportunity to meet our friends offline. So I'm, I'm going to do simply a piece about friendship because, I have learned over the years that I have an amazing group of people who love me and call themselves my friends, but we've never met in person. So just friendship. I have a large family. For those of you who know me, I was raised with my two biological brothers and then 14 others. So I have so many brothers that I didn't need any others. One of the wonderful things about the life that I've been able to live is this. I have a nucleus 
of love. There's been a village who helped raise me, who helped me raise my daughter Stephanie, and they all together have been helping me and my mother to raise the famous three, which is what I call my grandchildren effectively. They are affectionately the core of my life. And the wonderful thing about this is since they've been going to e-school, they don't have any interactions with children who aren't relatives too. So they'll have to relearn what it's like to make a friend. My mother asked me a few days ago, was I bullied while in school because she had never remembered a story where I told her that that had been so. And I said, no, not actually, but a couple of times when I was riding the bus cross town, there were some kids who referred to me as Regina Books instead of Regina Brooks because I would always read from the house into the school. And they thought that that was a punishment for me. They were actually asking a fool. What they felt to realize was I love to read, and I still do every single day. So learning for me was something that I enjoyed, and I didn't feel like I was being bullied. Nah, no way. The friendships that have lasted are with people who get me. They understand me and all of my idiosyncrasies. They don't feel like I'm an anomaly or some kind of weird freak of nature. They just envelop me into their arms and their homes and their lives. And for that, I am thankful and I'm grateful. There are people who were friends and then they call themselves my siblings, my brother and or my sister. Most of them are members of the poetry community. That's not something that I went after. It just so happened that way. I'm very grateful, and I have to say, friendships are invaluable, and I love all of my friends to this very day. That's one. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The transition to thoughts and things that happened through it was great. Do you remember, and you, you know, you talk about there's people you know online that call you sister. You are my sister. But yeah, I want to ask you, you Gina, do you remember the first time or what happened that really connected us, our bonding moment of our... We were friends, but do you remember the bonding moment of our sisterhood? Sure. I remember the bonding moment of our sisterhood was you were telling me a story about how when you were growing up and you saw a woman in an orange jumpsuit that you thought looked like royalty. She was beautiful to you, and she happened to be a Nubian queen. And your family, who at this time you had no idea, was racist said that you shouldn't do so because the woman was black. And that endeared us always because I'm from a family that's multicultural and um, biracial and interracial. So I didn't, I didn't understand the concept, but I know how it works. And my heart hurt for you because you were being told not to love a person or to see their beauty just based on the color of their skin. That was a real, I mean, I was seriously only about five when that happened. And the windows yeah. were down. She was standing at a bus stop, and Daddy started, he, he actually, I mean, and out loud, and she heard him. He said, that's just yeah. a jigaboo bush baby. That's exactly his words, jigaboo bush baby. And blah, 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 blah. And I saw her face change, yeah. and I hurt for her so bad. And I looked at my dad the way no child should ever look at their father, and I knew he was wrong. And I never looked at him the same way from that day forward. Yeah. You know? You, you were different. And, and as but you know result, what's funny? Your family, just like my family, is it, all people. You don't love a person because they look like you. You love people because of how they love you. 
and I subscribe to that. So that makes you my sister. Do you know what's really funny? Hmm. Is our moments are different. Oh, what's your moment? Please tell me. That, that moment, I, I honestly, like, I got off the show and cried for you. Oh. I was okay. I wasn't hurt, but I could understand how that made you feel. Oh, I was, I just wanted to, you know, I wish, I, I've always, my entire life, that has never, that moment has never left me. And I've always wished that somehow I could find that woman, even right now, today, all these years later, and hug her and tell her I'm sorry for my father. That he was wrong. I wish I could tell her. Yeah. I yeah. wish I. But it's okay the way her. that you live your life and your authenticity and the fact that you love all people. You've done that, whether or not you know it. So my defining moment with you was over Waffle House. Nowhere near Ooh, as beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waffle House at 3 a.m. Yes, my sister. <laughs> For me, that did it. <laughs> Smothered and covered hash browns, and we're there together, girl. <laughs> yes, yes, and we must do that. <laughs> and something else, something else that speaks to me, I, I feel like that makes those kindred spirits is this: when you said that you would design a dress for me so that I could stand and not be naked, but that would be translucent, so that I could be as close to naked as possible under a full moonlight on a beach. Some night, and I was thinking, yeah, I would wear it happily and proudly. And not just that, but it's also the fact that, and honestly, people don't understand this, that sometimes they don't know the math, but I, I believe in the math, and the math is that your vibe attracts your tribe, and we are transmitting on the same frequency. Oh, you need to make that into well. a bumper sticker or a T-shirt or a coffee Ooh. cup. <laughs> Seriously, write okay. that down right now. All right. I'm putting it in my phone. I, I'm, I'm actually I'm in the bathroom so that I have no background noise because I'm not at home. I'm a second mom. Right. If I were if I were at my house upstairs, it would be different. But yeah, so I'm in the bathroom with the door shut. So I, I gotta love put it. it in my phone. So um, I'm gonna do my second piece because I know you have other colors in queue. And my second okay. piece, I'm simply going to title um, "Side." Today was one of those days when my pain exceeded my boundaries and my thresholds. So, sigh. I often sigh, sometimes out loud and audibly. You can hear it. And if you come across me, you will probably see it on my face as well. Sometimes I would rather sigh than shout. In my mind, there are cuss words that are jumping about. I'm talking about explicitives, the big ones like the MF and all those ones that you can't use in front of mixed company or family. Yeah. The reason that they're here is because I hate to feel this way. My body has betrayed me once again, and all I have to say is, what? Seriously? You want to do this again to me? So I wake up in the morning and I start the day off, not running, walking slowly, carefully, making every step count. I made a cup of coffee. I ate a donut. I know that sugar sometimes can exasperate all of the inflammation that my body will whack me with, but I didn't care. I didn't have the energy to scramble an egg or fire some bacon or even put bread in the toaster and wait for it to pop up. I had to eat something immediately so that I could take some pain meds because I couldn't stimulate my body or turn off the receptors for pain the way that I normally would do herbally. At second mom's house, my whole situation is different, you see, and I've been here for several weeks. 
My mother had an ablation on her spine the day after my father passed away. It was one of those situations where I was thinking, telling my body, mm-mm, not today. So I went outside. I got some fresh air. I took the trash out. I was able to breathe in and out happily. Today the weather was nice. It was balmy and warm. 72, I believe, was the high degrees Fahrenheit. So I let the sun rays hit my skin, and I was able to once again breathe in. When I exhaled and came back in, I felt like I'd be able to go on again. It was a process, and I was moving slowly, and I was breathing deeply, and then finally I believed that the angry noises and the madness inside of my head would subside. If I were a small child, I would have balled up in the fetal position and went into a corner somewhere to hide, but I'm not. I'm half a decade old. I mean, half of a century old at 50 years that I wasn't even prominent due to the fact that I was diagnosed with lupus at 27. He gave me the 30 to live. God willing, next month I'll be 51, and I will celebrate the new year like I have this year every single day, each and every month. I'm talking about the hours and minutes and the seconds. Each of them are important to me because this is my reality. I'm chronically ill, so when people say, get well soon, it doesn't apply to me. I had to be calmer. I had things I needed to accomplish. I washed dishes. I put away the clean dishes, and we had leftovers for dinner. Then I put the mozzarella sticks in the air fryer for my mommy and some marinara in a bowl, too, so she could have a snack because she didn't feel like getting food. It was okay. I didn't pressure her because sometimes I have bad days when it comes to eating, too. But I have had the benefit of being in that week in the month that I say that I will pick the whole fridge up, tip it on its side, and pour its contents into my mouth. So probably in the last three weeks, I had the benefit of gaining about 11 and a half pounds back that I had lost previously, and I felt like I was wasting away, looking emaciated, and people would say when they see me, oh, my God, she's sick, and you can see it. No, I prefer not to look like what I'm going through, and I assure you, it's not an easy thing to do, so... I don't know what you do, but when I feel like I can't move forward, I just sigh, and I dig deep. I say a prayer, and I do what I must. And you know why. I'm not Jeannie Ladybug, nor am I Gina Butterfly. I'm Gina Storm. This is what I do. It's just my norm. Thank you for indulging me in peace. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely fantastic. And sweetheart. I love you. Thank you, baby. I'll see you next week if you're here and you've not been in two weeks. I will watch my page, you guys, because I really don't know. There's a chance that I might actually be able to go somewhere, and if I can do that, I really would like to spend um, Please do. Yes, with family because I haven't in years. I've always been home alone on Thanksgiving, and but if you're so this here, year I may get a chance. We will be with you, and if you're with family, we will salute you. You guys will still be with me because I'll take you with Absolutely. me in my heart. Oh. And I will kill oh. you every single day. <laughs> oh. All right, Gina, All tell right, everyone Anna. how to find you again, hon. Everyone can find me. I am Gina with an E. I am storm like inclement weather, only I will bring good things into your life. I can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, 
and everywhere that poetry can be found or heard, I will be there because I'm the poetess who loves poetry. Thank you, Nala. I love you. You're welcome, baby. We'll talk to you next week. If you want to read another one in a minute, stay on the line, okay? Because we're having some line issues, so I may bring you back on. Need me back. Absolutely. I'll be here. Okay. All right. Thank you, honey. Okay, our next caller comes from area code 202. 202, you are on the air. Well, hello again. Hello. How are you, sweetheart? I am well. I am well. It is King's Cadence slash Best Soul. Um, Just came to show love to your show. It is so good to hear from you. You sound great. Oh, thank you very much, as do you. So what do you have to bless us with tonight, my darling? Um, um, if I can do two, um, I will do a piece called This Living. Okay. Yeah, so This Living. You can hear me okay? hear you perfectly, yes. Okay. This living, showing, dying, and I keep hoping for silver linings and cumulus, speaking to trap entities of other jilted lovers that cross my energy, stroking my lips, counting the days from my last kiss, my last attempt at expressing my loving content. And physical form minus the finer optic nonsense. My sunrise is holding less color. Muted songbirds that were either neither mine or hers. But I have memories and thousands of words I play on repeat. To figure how I ignored these doubts in the first. I mean, how or why could someone love fractured, broken, basically void of motion and not expect to be blessed with indigence and hopeless. I mean, that would take an amazing heart and true intentions from the start. I mean, truly, I'm a fool in love, but I somehow have missed the mark. Now I'm committed to this living. It's sure ain't dying, but I'm in double mode. If I die, I die. I've been Ivan. I've been rocky for me, minus these running montage, my Gears are still grinding. I'm fighting the inevitable, but at last the fears are lining. But nothing I can describe will give you a picture of my cry. Over and over I tried, but no one reached out in my needing time. I asked, and everyone said I was bringing the mood down. So now these voices and screams make choices like, what am I supposed to do now? Medicine hurting my head again. What was I pushing for? Threats again. Because in the death of men, you didn't look at all. And, well, I'm just living. And peace. Damn. That was incredible, King Cadence. Thank you so much. I, I bow down, my dear. Get get at the whole king and bowing thing. I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was trying. I was trying to be clever. 
It didn't work yeah, so well. Yeah, I did get that. It just, <laughs> it, it's, it feels so, it's like, you know, inside is such a blessing to spit a piece so close to Gina Storm. It's hard to say baby. But so, just spit a piece so close to her spitting, it's like, I don't know. Um, Aww. Aww. I, I, this this piece is called I'm So Into You. Um, I think maybe in the midst of my life's wreckage, I found the black box with my heart in it. Carefully unlocking while watching eyes have me smiling at the possibility with no demise. I mean, I've dined in places I've literally have yet been able to find and shared wines and free-taking times and even put my world on the line. Rambling eye peered down and so my heart with fractures inside. Low frequencies, but still it beats on my freak, it seems. I should have died, but I'm no longer a star. I miss these nights where we were passionate to the sunrise. I've had visions of fellow flipsons with true vixens, but who do listen? you tripping or is there something there that I failed to mention? Perhaps in a fit of misbehaving, I've dropped hints of some love that I had murderous my consent. I feel like somehow I failed this expert level of expert level of poetess or standing storms. Trees with shaky leaves I have indeed been more than after this lady, see? It's so much more to me. But love just doesn't seem to fall in accordingly. But you still give me a glimpse of normal. Show them what it is you mean to me. Do I give or live? Or do I forget or forgive? Do I see beauty as what it is? Or do exactly what it is? I've seen enough feeling like maybe I don't mean enough. I'm not sure what was true. But it still means I'm into you. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was absolutely beautiful. I miss you guys reading together. Yeah. Yeah. Storm's yeah, yeah, cadence is forever. It's, you know. Mm-hmm. Even when it's not, you know, even when it's not happening. It's happened, it's, you know, it's always on the heart. So. <laughs> I understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. All righty, so, my dear, so. You are looking for me. I will yeah. do whatever the free pie is being handed out. Um, or... Um, at my page, Randy Sinclair Rogers, which is my government. <laughs> yes, I said government. Um, my um, poetry name, Bear Soul, that is the name I'm going with, but I'm going to be forever King's Cadence because that's who my heart is. And um, you can still find me. I'm, I'm still a part of the Storm's Cadence page. And um, you catch me everywhere 
just um, express it on the poetry shows. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. All right, yes. my yes. darling. I'm sitting from the hospital, so you have to forgive me. That's okay. You doing all right? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Perfect. All right. Sending hugs to your sweetheart, and we will talk to you next week. Uh, most definitely, if you need to, you can um, you can put me in Paul's in Paul's motion, you know, in case you you know can't get the line together or whatever. Okay, I will do that. All right. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much. Okay. All right. Our next right. caller comes from area code. Looks like a. Skype caller, anonymous caller. If you just heard it, say unmute. Everyone say your name. I'll tell you who it is. Hello, are you able to hear me? Is this Jade? This is Jade. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing great, sweetheart. Glad you had a chance to call in tonight. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, If you do get a chance to slip away, I want to just say Thanksgiving to you and all the very best, of course. Thank you. Um, I live right in the middle of the city, literally in the concrete jungle, and I was able to make my way out to a little bit of, not real wilderness per se, but just a little bit of green, green wood. And for the first time in my life, I saw a wild eagle. Isn't that and an incredible feeling? It is just. I wrote something I'd like to recite to you, but it doesn't do it justice, but it was just sharp. It was shattering and startling. Of course, I've seen them in the zoo, but it's just, it's just not like they're bald eagles. It's different. Like saying, it's like finding a unicorn. Oh gosh. Yes. I think even more so. Mm -hmm. If a unicorn had walked by, I don't think I would have even noticed it quite frankly. (laughs) But, um, it reminded me the first time in a zoo I did see eagles, and I'd like to do this little thing for you, if I may. It's a little childish because it harkens back to that time when I did first see them in the zoo, but if I might, um, might share that with you. Please. There are eagles in the air, a la Lord of the Rings. Here there be eagles in the trees upon boughs. Like kings, rector gods of ancient days, they hold my eyes, take my breath away. Rulers of skies, invader in avian space, I have the need to kneel. These gods see me, these gods see all in their domain, they reign. And I just jotted that down. Um, pretty much with the the book, with the notebook and the pen that you suggested <laughs> I purchase. I had it in with me, and I just oh, I love you so much. Through, I, I I just had that grain in my mind, so I put it down and was just you know going back and forth, kind of cleaning it up. But there you are, the very first in my little book with my new ink pen, and. All for you. There you are. You should seriously see the grin on my face right now. I am so freaking tickled that you did that. 
<laughs> thank you, and thank you for telling me, for sharing that with me, with us. <laughs> oh. oh, it's just oh. a pleasure. Such a journey um, you are embarking on, my dear. You're, you're quite right. It, um, it is a journey, but I'm happy to uh, keep um, making my way down the path. Very cool. I'm glad you got to see the eagle. Oh, so am I, so am I. And with that, um, again, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, I'll leave it to the uh, next caller. Many, many thanks, as always. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too, Jade. I'm so glad you're part of our family now. Oh, thank you. Goodbye. You're welcome, honey. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm going to see if Mama, I'm having issues with the lines. I've got a couple of you still on hold. Um, I'm going to see if Mama wants to come on. We've still got Tamiko, Gina, and King's Cadence. Um, unless someone is able to get on, I'm going to try to bring a couple of you back on again. Mama, are you with us? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Do you want to read another one, my love? Okay, I will. I'll do the reverse that I wanted to do. <laughs> Did you hear me? I'm I'm you cut out. I didn't hear you. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna grab um a reverb. Okay. Okay. So the go to any page here. Um favorite American poet. And I'm gonna grab um a page and just open it just look up. And this one I'm going to read is called The Psalms of Life by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Life shall send a challenge to its end, and when it comes, say, welcome, friend. Tell me not in mournful numbers, life is but an empty dream. For the soul is dead that slumbers, and things are not what they seem. Life is real, life is earnest, and the grave is not the goal. Dust thou art, to dust returnest. Was not spoken of the soul. Not enjoyment and not sorrow. Is our destined end or way, but to act that each tomorrow find us further than today. Art is long and time is fleeting, and our hearts, though stout and brave, still like muffled drums are beating, funeral marches. To the grave in the world's broad field of battle in this bouviac of life be not like dumb driven cattle be a hero in the strife trust no further sorry trust no future however pleasant let the dead past bury its dead act as in the glorious present, heart within, and God o'erhead. 
lives of great men are reminders. We can make our lives sublime, parting, leave behind us footsteps in the sands of time. Footsteps that perhaps another sailing o'er life's solemn main, a forlorn and shipwrecked brother, seen shall take heart again. And stanza is. So let us then be up and doing with a heart for any fate, still achieving and pursuing. Learn to labor and to wait. And that's a song by Henry Wadsworth. Longfellow, Psalms of Life. Thank you for letting me share. So why did you pick that one, Mama? Why does it speak to you? Well, because I went through the page and I was praying that I picked that one because that's one of my favorite ones. And it was taking me a minute. I was fumbling. I said, oh, please let me find the one I really love reading, the Psalms of Life. And then I, uh, it popped up like right it's a minute I was ready to do another one, and I looked down and my hand was on it. I'm like, wow, I'm so lucky. <laughs> yeah, so a real scientific book. method there, right? Right. No, I just I was going to open the book and go to any one, but in my heart, in my secret heart, I wanted to do that one. And I saw some other ones. I said, okay, well, if I don't, but I didn't know what page it was on. So it was just like a random, I just grabbed the book real quick. And uh, then all of a sudden, I kept looking at the ones that was popping up. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. And it was like time was moving. And so I grabbed it, and I kind of just put my hand down real quick, and I looked up, and it was right there, The Songs of Life by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. So I really loved that poem. Because it's like an old-fashioned uh, rhythm of poetry, and it gives that old-fashioned uh Strength to you know just what living is about you know and and just you know get involved with your life type of poem which I really like you know don't worry so much about the dead let the dead bury the dead let's keep living well I thought it was a great choice thank you <laughs> you're welcome all right Mama tell everyone how to find you again Vicky. Aqua, Facebook, Poetry Soup, on Poetry.com, and on the Sleek Easy Cafe, Thursday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time with Nyla Alicia. <laughs> For the last 10 years, I've been rolling with her, and I'm going to keep on rolling with her. And if you got any sense at all, you'll be rolling with her, too. I need you to start doing some promos for me. <laughs> I'll do my other voice the next time. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. You guys can all record some promos for me, and I'll use them on the show. That'll work. <laughs> That'll 
will work. This is Mama, and you're listening to the Speakeasy. Get here, or you're grounded. <laughs> okay. That works for me. All right, Mama. We'll talk to you next every, week, honey. Every week we roll with Myra, and we got a faithful you. crew that comes and rolls with us too. I'm loving everybody that comes in faithful and comes in and sees about you every week. It, it does my heart good. Well, my heart is happy in having you in it. In this inconsistent world, we know one thing. That we look on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. We can have somebody there that loves us and loves poetry and the door is open. I may be 20 minutes late, but I'm always here. It's so hey, funny. I really was. I was here talking away, and then I, you guys told me you couldn't hear me. I was like halfway through the exercises by the time I realized it. Yeah. Oh, and we just... And you just couldn't bear to let us get skipped over those one week, right? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> All now right, that Mama. Dedication. I love you so much. I like. I'm going to do my homework just for that. <laughs> okay. I I want to hear it next week. All right. Just because you had to do it twice, I am going to do that homework. Oh, and tell me okay. the name of the book again. Stout and what? Eat, shoots, and leaves. Eat, shoots, and leaves. Eat. I'll, I'll send. I'll send it to you in a. I'll send it to you in a uh, message. Okay. Okay. That'll be easier than trying to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. All right then. <laughs> All right, honey. I love you. I'll talk to you next week, sweetheart. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. All righty. So let's see if Tamiko maybe has another one she would like to share. Tamiko, are you still there, hon? Yes. Would you like to share another poem? Do you got a longer one? <laughs> no, it's I not I should have led I with that. <laughs> not that much longer, but I have one, though. <laughs> so, um, it's called You Children of God. Tethered to time, powered by technology, mask liberators. Who master the wind Dodging and pressuring Oppressive haters Just remember your mission is greater In peace Wow Was that off my prompt? Yeah, two of them You children of God and master the wind I am impressed you get five gold stars. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. All right. Do you have one more? No, that's all I have. Oh, don't be greedy, Nyla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I appreciate that. That makes me smile. I appreciate it. Thank you. But now that's all I have tonight. <laughs> Uh, all right, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm going to put you back on hold. We'll hear you next week. Yes. All right, baby. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye-bye, sweetheart. Okay. I'm going to bring Miss Gina Storm on again, see if she is available. Gina, are you there, honey? 
Miss Gina. All right. Looks like maybe she is with Mama. All right. Let's go ahead and see if King Cadence would like to share another one. King, you want to share another one with us, honey? Uh, yeah, sure. Awesomeness. What do you have, honey? Uh, um, this piece is called Good Morning. Uh, okay, here we go. I awoke to your sleeping body, the sun rays. Painted a path of wake-up kisses, too many providing with with ultra-addictive eyes of altered hues. I wanted to compete with your phone for the first thing that you viewed. Your nape kiss. Okay. Your nape kiss. Back of your ears nip. Smiles corners. Give your secrets of the moves. Spotify. Spotify playlist patiently place kisses defying the matrix but believe and I'm waiting. Affection is though I've never seen you and made up time must be equated. Gracefully embracing, releasing clasp that hold the lacing usually smooth the tense of dually. Your response physically is oh my gracious. Sounds beyond the windows. Birds chirping, heavier sun beams threaten the curtains, your arms locking about my neck, warning and threats about desertion. No resistance, warning to kiss you, passions unleashed, we have no way to fix it. Give me the days, anxieties to be expected, stress I'll handle business, but for now, back to those softly placed kisses. That you'll be wanting, and my goodness, you were beautiful, my love. Good morning. That was beautiful. You know, you. especially the ending line. Good morning, beautiful. Or good. What is it? What was the last line? I'm butchering it. Oh, good morning, my love. love. You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of how someone will sit there. And watch their mate sleep before yeah. in the morning before they wake up, and they're looking at them, and they're, you know that just those quiet moments of love that are your own secret world. Yeah, they're either beautiful or creepy. It depends on how they look, and yeah, you, know, you know they don't. Yeah, I'm sitting here drooling, and you know I've got like drool coming out of the side of my mouth, and you know my my hair's all <laughs> plastered to my head. Please don't, someone don't sit there and watch me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wake me up, let me get pretty, then I'll go back to sleep for you. But, yeah, exactly. It could either be good or bad, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. Too funny. Gracious. Okay, I'm looking for another piece. I know that we seem to be out of people. Um, hmm. Yeah, we have time to uh, watch another one. Yeah, um, to do, do, to do. Glory. Let's see if I do glory. I cried myself to sleep last night, but this morning I rose singing glory. 
praise music, duets from nature's trumpets outside my windows. Bluebirds and morning glories, I feel your love all around me. I could have been those not chosen, deck stacked, morbidly obese, oxygenated. I flow sweet, but in all honesty, there should be no me. Yet here I be, consistent proof that this world still does move and love and grace and my God through you. It's all glory. These voices tell me how lost I am and with the life I've lived, I'm cheap gift given trying to bring back after Christmas. I mean, no return. But I know better. But sometimes in these times, the depression gets the best of me side of my head and hurt and it feels like there's not a soul alive that's actually on my side but that's fine because last night I cried myself to sleep but this morning oh this morning I rose singing glory glory and peace (laughs) beautiful I'm so glad you were able to hang on and share those with us, King Cadence. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's so good to hear from you. Indeed, I will be back a lot more. And I hope so, because like I said earlier, I'm not opposed to coming and hunting you guys down, just so you know when you're gone too long. It can happen. Yeah, I just had to get my world together, you know. You know. Oh, trust me, I know. I don't leave home without a mixing bowl and a mixing spoon just so I can keep my shit together every day. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm still (laughs) a big fan, you know. So I'm always going to be around. I appreciate you so much. All right, baby, talk to you next week. Awesome. Take it easy. (laughs) You too, hon. All right. All right. I'm going to go through real quick, if you want to grab your paper and your pencils. I'm going to go through real quick and give you, once again, the just the prompts. You can come back and get all the other exercises and all that fun stuff from the beginning of the show. After the show ends, you can go back and listen to the podcast, the archive show. But I want to go ahead and give you the prompts one once, once more. Remember, prompts are meant to grow into poems. It can be the title of, a line in, or the general concept of your poem. This week's titles were one. The New Girl, two, Iron Mercy, three, Ever and Never After, four, Son of Lies, five, Oh My Lovely Years, six, Behind Bars, seven, Dare Me, eight, Treasure of Face, and these will be posted on my page sometime tomorrow. But when I do that, there will be ten of them, just two more, but you don't get those unless you go to the page and find them. (laughs) So those are your first eight. I want to thank everyone for being here tonight. Um, I am having issues with the board, and I don't know what's going on here. I'm glad we were able to get through this night together, and we always do. You you hear me say it all the time. We don't don't always do it pretty, but we do it. And I I love that. You know, none of us has so big an ego so that we think we have to have perfect. We can come here and kick off our shoes, and, you know, we don't have to have our makeup on when we show up here. And, and you know, just 
we can just hang out and chill and be ourselves and in a safe and comfortable environment. That's really what this feels like for me. You know, so when I mess up, I just laugh it off and have long, many, 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 many years ago have stopped worrying about being perfect on here. So, hey, um, we just got a call, 919. I see you on the board. We are having issues. If you want to come on and read, press 1 so I know to bring you on. Otherwise, we're going to be closing out the show here in a little bit because I I can't. I'm wrestling with things. I'm telling you. So nine one nine. If you can press one, if you want to come on the air, um, I'll go ahead and bring you on. I'm going to play a track here real quick. I mentioned earlier that I was going to play one by from uh, For Real the Poet. This one is called. Um, let's see which one we're going to do. Let's do Windows, I guess. This is For Real the Poet. Windows. And here we go. Open up the door. I'm remembering back when, remembering when, sufferings, miseries were the nutrients feeding the pains within me. When all that grew within me pricked like shards of thorns splinterings. And the aches were for so long they became a part of me, adding to my life's sentence, each hurt paragraphing into this biography, my life's story, the book of Larry. Self-published tragedies sit gathering dust like a hardback covering, wasting that no one wants to read, buried in some unhallowed library, withering. I'm remembering. I'm remembering like a distant dream, revisited, relived, repetitive, boomeranging back to me with no way to end it. But now I welcome it. I hold on to it. I still see it through windows once closed, but now opened windows. I peer through, hands pressed against straining, unable to partake in the view. Streets of life askew. I began to see you began to make it. To make it. It's sight now clear to me. Life like this majestic avenue you opened my eyes to as I peered through these now opened windows to life. I received you. I receive you like a child gets its cue to take its first breath. I breathe, I breathe, Lord, through these windows I now see through. Skies and pastels, white like snow-powdered blues. Whispers from heaven, singing writings, singing writings of a revised book, a revised book of the Book of Larry. One about life and how it Living it is there for you. New chapters. Chapters of love. Written in love. Inspired by love. And and love of love. A love story. A love novel titled The Book of Larry. God's open windows for me. And like an eagle's hatching. Off the branch. I'm ready to soar through. Ready to soar through. Lord, I'm ready to soar through windows. 
windows, Lord, windows with views of life, windows that lead down to avenues of light. I'm ready to, I'm ready to, I'm ready to, unless, unless you're ready to open up doors too, unless you're ready to open up the doors too, doors that lead down streets and avenues of life. Okay, so having issues still. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> uh, caller 419, are you with me? Uh, yes. Awesomeness. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great, sweetheart. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. I am really glad you were able to get on. We've been having such issues tonight. I cannot even tell you. Yeah, when I heard when I heard that, I thought you might be having issues. So. Yeah. Right, so, well, I'm glad you I'm got glad. here. What, what do you have for us, okay. baby? Uh, I'm going to do one. I haven't done it in a long time. I don't think I've ever done it here. I used to I used to go to poetry slams, and I used to do slam poetry. I, I stopped doing it, you know, because. Uh, I just didn't want to, you know, I don't want to do it anymore. But I'm going to do one of the poems I used to do in, uh, when I did Sam Poetry. Awesome. Uh, it's entitled, I Come as a Poet. Man, you trying to challenge me to a slam? I don't think you know who the fuck I am. Like Nina Simone, I put a spell on you. Like the fuck of a skunk, I put a smell on you. See, I don't care what the hell you do. Because these words I spit, they're for me, not for you. See, they're an expression of who I am and what I'm about. I'll throw so deep it'll make your mama shout. Glory, hallelujah, honey, what you say. Even Osiris didn't get in my way. See, you exist in the realm of Fubu. I'd go back to Kushaka Zulu. Like a falling star, my mind carries light years. I'm the sky above you, holding all your night fears. See, Socrates and Plato, they were disciples of mine. Man, I can remember when the sun didn't shine. So you cop to the mic, I cop to the trinity. You the alpha and the omega. Brother, I'm the infinity. And you trying to challenge me to a slam? I don't think you know who the fuck I am. Could I blow you away? You better know it. But when I step to the mic, I just come as a poet. And poem. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's like seeing a whole different side of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Are you going to read two tonight for me, baby? I can. Um, I can't find the one that I wanted to read. Um, so I'll do this one. I haven't done it for a long time. It's called Role Models. Okay. <clears throat> I saw this young brother. He was wearing a frown. Locked behind bars with his head hanging down. In the corner of his eyes, I could see the tears. He was only 18. Facing 50 years. I asked the young brother, man, what got you unlocked? He said, me and my clique were just hanging on the block. Kicking at you, I'm not looking for a fight, but I ended up killing with a man that night. 
He said they rolled up on us and just started smacking, disrespecting our hood, and I couldn't let it happen. All of a sudden, I kind of went into a rage, and the next thing I knew, I was blasting my gauge. He said when the cops came to get me, man, my mama started crying. The things she was saying made me feel like dying. She said, Lord, I've been trying, I've been trying so long. Tell me, please tell me, Lord, where I go wrong? She grabbed me by the shoulders, and she started to shake me like I was having a nightmare. She was trying to wake me, but it wasn't a dream. They took me away. And this is where I've been ever since that day. He said, all day and all night, man, I go back through it. If I could turn back time, Lord, you know I wouldn't do it. Each night I can see him just before he falls, and I hear the echo of a scream bouncing off these walls, and I can hear the just saying, you deserve what they gave you. For the life that you took, there's nothing that can save you. Now, the young man was weeping. I could, I could see his tears flowing, and I got choked up from the pain he was showing. And I was remembering when he used to come to see me, I used to tell him that he didn't want to be me. As I walked away, I could feel my tears. He was only 18, facing 50 years. My son. As I walked away, I could feel my tears. He was only 18, facing 50 years. See, and I might just let a man because I want you to be a better man, and I pray to God you can't see because I don't want you to be like me. And I know our parents caused you strife by not being a part of your life, so your mom, your mom should have been my wife, but I wasn't down with that. For me, the streets were where it was at, and I wasn't there to watch you grow. See, I was too busy getting paid, making money, getting laid, and I didn't know. The pain that you were feeling and the pain that you may be feeling, and, man, this shit's killing me because I never wanted to be the man my daddy was. But he was a pimp monkey, a street junkie who never cared for nothing but self. Left me and mom's on the shelf. Mom turned to booze, what more could I lose? So I took my keys in the street. But you can beat these traps if you fall in. You can be the master of your calling. Don't let the streets claim you. Don't let anyone defame you. When folks try to game you, just say no. See, I was thinking of you, and I just want to tell you that I love you, so I might use this little man because I want you to be a better man, and I pray to God you can. Much love. Dead. Important. Wow. That was intense as hell. Thank you. That was fantastic, Ken. Thank you. It's like halfway halfway I mean you're reading it and it's I'm I'm holding my breath. I don't think I started breathing again until how you were halfway through reading. I mean seriously, that was really it really pulls you in emotionally listening to it. Uh-huh. Fantastic, right, baby? Thank you. You're welcome. All right, you gonna tell everyone how to find you? Ah, uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook under Melvin Douglas Johnson, and uh, on YouTube under the same name. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. I'm glad you were able to get in tonight. Appreciate you so much. Me too. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Thanks, son. We'll talk to you next week, baby. Okay. All right, everyone. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. Thank you all for being here. It's been a crazy night. A lot of technical difficulties, but we did it. We got through it. I'm going to close the show tonight with a piece by Joanne Ballard called Oil Rush. Really love the production she did on this piece. Just definitely, I mean, that's her Joan Ballard's storyteller. 
and she really does through her work. Um, she's a fantastic storyteller. So I want to let me check something real quick. I'm still trying to. I'm, I'm as we're doing this, I'm like fighting the board, but I think. We've got 585. I think that's Doug Curry. Doug, did you want to come on the air? If you want to come on the air, press 1 for me, please. I'm having switchboard troubles, and and I don't know what's what right now. So uh, 585, I see you on the board. We have time to get you in. If I can get you unmuted, but you have to press 1. Maybe he can't press 1, or they can't press 1. Maybe they don't want to come on. Maybe he doesn't want to talk to me. 585, press 1 if you want to come on. <gasps> there. Whew. Okay. Hey, Doug. How are you, honey? Oh, good. good. You know what? I I only unmuted just before I got in your queue just because I want to say hello. I'm not actually out walking my dog. I don't have anything to offer, but I just wanted to <laughs> tune in and say hello. Hey, sweetheart. It's good to hear from you. We've been having a hell of a night here, all kinds of technical technical issues so it's been it's been pretty much a sloppy mess but we've had fun it's good to okay. hear from you all right let's see how much time we got oh we got just a few minutes left i promise mm-hmm. i'll come back next week i'll come back next week well you're not on next week are you i or am not you? sure there's a chance that i might get to go uh spend some time with my son uh on thanksgiving and if that can work out and i can get there then I spend. I, I just would like to spend. I mean, I normally always spend Thanksgiving alone, um, but this chance this year I might have a chance to go down and see my son. So if I do, then I won't be here. But if something happens and I can't, then we will be here. So the the long answer to your short question is: I don't know if we're having a show next week or not. You'll just have to watch my page. <laughs> okay. Well, it'll be worth watching for because if you're there, I'll probably spend Thanksgiving with you. How's that? So if you can't spend Thanksgiving with fun you can spend it with me okay that sounds well, awesome as long as you have pecan pie i'm good okay <laughs> all right so what do you have for us tonight honey i'm sorry what's that oh i asked what you what do you have for us tonight no i, I that's what i said i didn't bring anything i just wanted to um to i was trying to trick you just wanted to listen and i wanted to say hello that's all i have I know, but I was trying to trick you and make you think that you did. It didn't work. <laughs> I know. You're trying to, trying to make, me, make me think you didn't hear me the first time, and maybe I changed my mind. <laughs> That's that female selective hearing for you. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, old radio host tricks when things are not going her way. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's, well, not, honey. what's not working? Everything? The the switchboard's been off and on all night long, and people can hear me, and then they can't, and and I can oh. unmute, and I can't unmute. So it's been fun. Okay. Well, so so if so, do you have something? Do I have something like what? That you want to give us? Your poetry prompts and stuff, you mean? No, like the poem you want to do. That I want to do? Yeah, you. Yeah, you. I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Are you still there? I can't hear you very yeah, well. I'm Where'd still, you go? I'm still here. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking, so that's why that happened. But I, I think you didn't want 
you want to see another old radio station. Can't hear me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that static. <laughs> so, so if if I tell you that Jack Spratt could eat no fat, you would say his wife could eat no lean. Oh, okay. So between the two, they lick the platter clean, something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that Jack there, we Pratt, just did a collab. <laughs> yeah, but it was a segue. And to that it. Jack Spratt is that wife I can't figure out to save my life. For the brilliant cat hatter that I am, how she could eat the fat and she would leave, but not my green eggs and ham. He's <laughs> little Sally Walker, a little hip shaker. I bought the butcher and the baker and the candlestick maker. And so Black Sambo, I heard he went Rambo. And so off the briar patch. Caused Bear Rabbit a problem because he thought Sambo would rob him, maybe. But he was cool. Stop acting a fool when he saw a cousin was all day. That's all I'm going to give you out of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a poem I wrote called a nursery rhyme. I loved it. See, you did. I knew if I kept you on here long enough, something would come to you. Oh, baby, There's a, a method to my madness. You're a good host. Plus, you know, I'm, I'm putty in your hands. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I like it. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull any punches. I'm, you know, no fake modesty here. <laughs> I, I don't blame you when you're in charge and you're in charge. And every chance you get. People are understand. That's why true radio. We sit there and play God. We look at the world from our two eyes out. Everything in there is everything that's not, not in the world at all. I just came oh, from that's the, great. I had to record a one-hour show, and that was my one hour to play God. Everything that I said was worth playing got played, and if I didn't, then it wasn't worth playing for that hour. It is, it is very empowering, I, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, once, once you get over, and I guess you and I may be long over it, the fact that it's a failure is after the first few times you try it. Okay, you oh. just cut out. You just cut out there at the end. Sorry, I didn't hear the last thing yeah. you said. Yeah. So who's in the audience? Oh, we, Mama was here. We had Tomiko, Gina, Kings Cadence. Um, Melvin was on tonight. All kinds of fun people. Stan oh, was here. For any of them that's still here, I'm, I'm going to say hello. I'm sorry I didn't get to hear you. And I don't know if time left that I will, but I'd love to. <laughs> you can always come back and listen to the archives. That would be awesome after the show's over. And that's, that's watch my page to see if we'll be here next week, okay? Okay, I'll do that. And I'm, I'm going to send you uh, a notice. I got a thing I'm doing next Thursday. I got to send it over to you in case you get a chance. I got to do a reader story and a poem. So I'll send it over to your page and maybe you can share it. Okay. That would be awesome. All right. All right, hon. So okay. I'm going to back up, but you're going to give, give us a poem now, right? No. Oh, okay. I, I don't, I'm not even close to having anything handy. <laughs> uh, I have a track I could play, maybe. Maybe I'll, cl- I'll close the show with one for you. I must, so, so I guess 
I guess you inspired me more than I inspired you because you made me you made me spit half a poem right in the middle of it. I gave you half of a poem just because it's you. I'm I'm looking for one I have recorded that I I'll, I'll close the show with one. Does that work? I, I love that. No, I I really like the energy of knowing it comes right directly from you because you're talking to me. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not going to happen tonight. I don't have anything. I, there is nothing even close to me. Okay, I'll read. Oh. I'll read you this one. This is the very first poem I ever wrote, and it won a contest. Mm-hmm. And I was in hope. the I was in the fourth grade. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I like tigers best because tigers are best dressed. Big stripes stand out bold. Big stripes are black and gold. That's very nice. <laughs> Thank you. One in our audience, All right. Tell me good night, Doug. Good night, babe. I'll see you next week. All right. Thank you for making me do that. I appreciate it. I'll, I won't forget it. <laughs> I'm all from all smiles. All right, if I don't see you, I'll have a nice holiday. You too, sweetheart. I am very thankful all for right. you in my life. Right, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Great way to end this, this happy-go-lucky show we've been having with all of its fun little quirks. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here. We will talk to you. Watch my page. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry it's going to be a, a, a hit or miss, but I just don't know what's happening yet. So uh, watch my page and I'll let you know what's going on. I am going to close the show with a piece, as I said, by Joanne Ballard called Oil Rush. This is it, and we will talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. Letting food to our only home. Oil Rush. Big boys' toys. Toss and dice, no matter what the price. Higher, faster, rolling, flying, being the man. Oil gushing on. Gas rushing on. What we let them do to our only home. We ever gonna learn? Oil gushing on. Gas rushing on. Costing lives. Eleven for sure. Deep water horizon. What surviving? Nobody knows. Gulf Stream swimming, stringing along. Oil gushes on. Gas rushes on. Don't you know oil and water just don't mix? What we letting them do to our only home? Oil gushes on. Gas rushes on. Killing the keys, chemicals dousing, sinking down. Nobody knows. Future mutant foods sliming, sliding towards Mother Africa shores, British Isles, while oil gushes on. Gas rushes on. They ever going to figure out how to turn off the tap? Oil gushes on. Gas rushes on. What we letting them do to our only home? Big boys running scared, playing blame games, sweeping unholy mess, passing on the shame. Nobody knows time's end, where things will stand. And oil gushes on. Gas rushes on. Churning seas, tropical storms, hurricanes ahead. Oil gushes on, gas rushes on. What we let them do to our only home?